Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. PHNX Rising Podcast. We are joining to you live from Phoenix Rising Stadium after Phoenix Rising's 3-1 victory over I had to turn him Lavin. down. Max only goes Understandable. I'm loudest voice My name is Max, not Min, baby. It is Max Simpson. I'm joined by a man who is dapper and was just eating a little uh, little chicken before we will get on the show, Mr. Owen Evans. Yeah, there was chicken in the press box, so we're eating chicken, apparently. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It was a really, it was a, it was a game. It was a full game Verizing, and most of the time when we have said that. Max with obvious statements for 10. When we, when we've said that in the past, it is a grim that was a game, but this was a exciting game. It was yeah. a bit of a nervy game for a little bit, but. Oh, man, this is one of those where you look at the whole performance. Rising was the better team. Rising, yes, they did stall at moments, but they deserved this victory. They brought it for the fans. Head coach Juan Garrett did tweet out for the match, the day before the match, saying this is a game we are going to win. We are going to defend our home. And they did just that, Owen. They did. They did. And shout out, by the way, to the super chat there from Tyler M397. My super chat. People are being good tonight. Damn. You're feeling good. We're feeling good. I'm not even Everyone's seeing. A, feeling I'm good. not even seeing a con. Except for loud and loud and I'm feeling good. Uh, more, you know, you know, uh, did so well, and then more like uh, quiet and not loud, and you know what I mean. Shoot, but hey, man, it was okay. it was the <laughs> it was a performance for Rising. Um, goals by well, uh, Jose Andres Hernandez, Manuel Artiaga, and Babu Karajai. It was. It was just one of those things where, man, there was absolutely no offensive attack. It was the same for the first 20, 30 minutes. We're thinking, okay, same old rising, side to side, back to forth. No Shutting the opposition down, but in Shutting, doing so, yes. possessing the ball and kind of knocking it around and not really doing much. I mean, exactly. we actually were looking. It was around about the half hour mark, not long before that goal goes in. And it's like the XG, which is, I, I know people sometimes have an issue with XG, right. but in this case, you're looking at, Rising at 0.04, yep. Loudon at 0.02, so no one was creating. Oh, it was, it was a tough match. And there was at one point, this is where we talk about empty possession, where possession has to be meaningful. At that point, around that half hour mark, Rising was at 70% possession, which is quite staggering, but just nothing to it. And yes, to the defense's point, they weren't letting anything happen, but it was just a game where no one was really threatening. And then, out of seemingly nowhere, a beautiful, beautiful ball by Vede Varela into the back post, almost going out, like honestly, outside, out of the touchline. Benoit Arteaga sticking his neck, heading it back across goal for Maryvale's own Jose Andres Hernandez to tap it in, and we open the scoring. And really from that point on for the rest of the first half, seemingly, it's game on. Maryvale magician. Oh, I like that. Come on, Ooh, that's I mean, alliteration, baby. I like that. You know, they, they were using the exact same in Spanish, the club. So. Still, I still like it. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not original. I'm but. not saying it is. I'm saying I like it. Yeah. But no. yes, I mean, the local boy, and you see in the celebration how much it means to him. And and I kind of I brought that up, actually, with Juan yeah. uh, after the game, talking to him about, look, what, what does it mean for 
this club to have someone who that clearly means so much to. And he said, look, it, it's so important to, to have a guy out here who, you know, had actually called him. He knew him from Oakland, obviously. Uh, Jose was up there, Juan was up there last year. He knew Jose from Oakland. Jose calls him up and goes, look, I've always wanted to play for Phoenix Rising. I've always wanted to represent my hometown. He comes out here, he scores in front of the South End. Oh, he runs straight over, grabbing the badge. You know, you know what it means. You know what it means to him. And I mean, he even said after the game himself, just showing these guys what it's like to come out here. It's the first time that Jose thinks he's ever won here in Phoenix for, in his professional career. And just being able to come out here and defend 602 is what he wanted to do. I mean, especially a guy who was working his way back from injury, something where, you know, you're, you are behind Carlos Harlan, Renzo Zambrano on the depth chart. And due to... Harvey's second yellow. He had an opportunity for this match, and boy, oh boy, did he not deliver. Delivering again three minutes later, where he then returned the favor to Manuel Arteaga, setting him, him up for a nice goal. And you're thinking at this point, 2-0. The thing that we did not want to see when Man Rising took the 2-0 lead against San Diego Loyal, that is the first thing you and I said to each other of, are they going to keep the pressure on, or is this going to be, we have the two-goal lead, we're going to sit on it. We're going to let the cushion go and then invite trouble. And to Rising's credit, they stayed on the front foot. There were a couple chances in those next 10 minutes. There were. There were. But, I, I mean, they keep creating the chances. It's a bad lapse at the back, really. That's the problem. So to give up that yeah. goal. That hurts them. Can see a goal right on the stroke of the, br of the break, pretty much. I mean, it's right as the board goes up. They're announcing stoppage time to the fans in the stadium. And... Yeah, you, the ball's in the back of the net. You're not really paying attention. You have that momentary lapse on a set piece. And all of a sudden, someone takes a shot. Yeah. You're scrambling back to try and get to it. Kevin Lambert knocks it in. And it's it's disappointing. But hey, in the second half, they came out. And, and Juan kind of said a little bit about this, touched on it a bit, about how, look, a, a team that comes out and they they get caught up in that kind of struggle almost they're facing that adversity as you expect them to at times in the second half given the, the way that that game went the fact that you're only up by a goal a team that gets used to and is comfortable playing in those kind of positions that's a team that's going to go far it's a team that's going to do well it is and in this team we have seen them overperform seemingly when there is that adversity and i'm not saying that i'm happy the goal went in but you know, it's one of those things. You go into halftime, your two-nil deficit is or lead is now a two-one, and that cushion is just not quite there. As they say, two-nil is the most dangerous lead in soccer. To borrow the adult cliche, but it's true. You're going into two-one. It's a very it's different a game. It, it's a cliche. But it's both true. It, you're still, no, it doesn't. It's stop. Stop it. We have seen that it does. But you're going into the locker room two-one, and you're thinking, we need to step it up. We need to continue this offensive pressure, and really. Another team did. Like it was, no. a, it was a tough second half, especially, especially for I mean, really the first, I mean, the entirety, but really the 35, 40, like thirty-five minutes. It was just nothing. There was at one point, I think there was a combined three shots, 0.1 xg, and it was just not really there. So the teams, none of them were really kind of sitting on it. And then in the stop at first minute stoppage time, Rabakarjai. Rede totally redeeming himself. If, to borrow the quote from Dumb and Dumber, he did something and totally redeemed himself after that red in New Mexico for the Open Cup. And he scored a goal that, upon second look, 
That was a nice goal with the little rollover, the hezzy, the feints, and then puts it on his right foot, curls it in. Very nice goal. He takes the, the jersey off. Something he celebrates. We loved it. We we've loved always it. been critical of Babacar Jai. It was a hell of a finish. Particularly his finishing. Right? The guy has a habit and has shown that habit in the past of just like absolutely whacking the thing. Yeah. In a way that's not really productive. You, you got to make sure it's on target first yeah. and foremost. Today, that was that was a definite step up from him. You see the excitement the way that shirt comes off. He yeah. takes his yellow card with pride. As he should. And uh, yeah, I mean, oh at that God. point. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, we want just an absolute great match. We want to shout out everyone in the chat. First off, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for waiting because, you know, some of us uh, a little bit longer, uh, sometimes getting the course of the post-game press. He always blames me for this. Sometimes it's him. That's all I'm saying is, anyway, we're not going to get into that now. No, but it, it's all it's all in good fun. But no, appreciate everyone in there. Devin in there, seeing you in there. Tyler again with the Super Chat. BJ, Alexander, appreciate you joining us. Everyone with the comments, all absolutely love it. But you know what? We got to get into the numbers. We got some stats to go over. And it really kind of tells the story of this match. You know, again, Rising beat Loudon 3-1. The XG was really something where the two ladder goals, especially not from the from like the no. most clear angles. I mean, listen, Jose Andres Hernandez, that thing is a tap. That's going to be a very high XG. It, but it, the, it was. But the it other was. two, they made them look easy, but those are quality finishes into the far corners. Like, they made them look good. 1.18 XG for Rising, 0.24 for Loudon. They really did not create much outside of that oh, that deemed own goal. It was a no, tough night for them. No, look, it, it's, there's something here I'd say in terms of – and, you know, we'll move on from these stats and look a little bit at some of the other stuff as well. In that, just you mentioned the quality of the finishing. Yes. I think we need to talk about the fact that we've been very critical of uh, Manuel Artiaga in, in terms of the way that he's been, you know, he's not been on form. Sure. Um, he's been struggling in terms of putting away some chances that realistically looked easier. And yeah, as some strange music seems to come on in the background, I wonder who just walked into the box over there controlling it. <laughs> uh, that he, he he kind of put all that behind him. He comes out. Yeah. He he scores. He gets an assist. Yeah. He turns into I think in that first half the centre forward that we've been saying we want to see. He turns into the guy that this club needs in that moment. Which given that he's had a poor enough form big for him the key thing now is building on it building continuing on it. to push on continuing to grind out those kind of not i'm asking not asking for a goal every game sure. but if you're scoring every other game you're doing a job it's, you're getting yourself in those positions to create assists you're hustling in the way that i know some people in the uh in the chat were mentioning earlier about how look he was really really working hard today he was he was really really working hard today and he was rewarded for that yeah, no, 100%. It's something where we have seen throughout this season. Listen, he he missed, he, he skied that one against New Mexico. He has missed some easy opportunities. But where we have seen him be most dangerous is when he is higher up the pitch, where he's not necessarily having to control the ball or dribble at him, whereas here you go, it's at your feet, a one-touch shot or a tap-in. And it's like, you can say what you want, but that's where he excels. The goal that he scored today, it was a, it was like here, Jose Andres Hernandez feeds him. He doesn't have to think. He doesn't have to dribble. He shoots. The assist that he put in, he uses his big frame. The ball is going out. We were right there on the end line. He reaches out, extends that neck, and he heads it across goal. Those are the types of movements where those are strikers' movements. And that's something where when he is able to do that, when he is not 
you know, having to go outside of his skill set. He can be effective in this team. He just has to be more consistent. We saw a bit more of it tonight. We did. We did. And you know what? Should we actually move on then to our player of the game? Well, we mentioned one person who had a really good game. Our, our man of the match. Our man of the man match. Of the match low, low, player low, low, of the game. No man of the match. Love to graphic. Yes, too. Well, this was a tough one because we had two guys. We had two guys with actually very similar stat lines when they was came out, but we got to give it to the hometown. We got to give it to Mr. Jose Andres Hernandez with one goal, one assist. Look at him gripping the badge there. One, two fouls. I mean, that's something where Look you got to love it. You got to love you it. You can't buy that oh. passion. You can't buy that I passion. mean, there was a no – I mean, listen, you're going to score a goal in the stadium. It was an – understandably, the place went nuts, but it was a notable lift, especially where he's just – he got swarmed by his teammates. Like that picture doesn't, that picture is awesome. But you saw in the next couple of frames of uh, when we were there of just being swarmed by everyone, a five, six man huddle of just everyone congratulating him. They know what it means. They know what the moment is. He rose the occasion. I think it took the pressure off a little bit, that goal. Yeah. I think that it lifted them up at a point whereby perhaps they were worrying a little bit uh, that they were going to kind of fall back to the same old, same old that we've, we've seen in some recent games in terms of just uh you know passing the ball around and not necessarily creating anywhere near as much as they have to but yeah. but what they've what they've done there you know they get the goal it feels like it, it relieves some tension all of a sudden they start playing the way that they should quite frankly be playing yeah. from minute one um and i think that's it's positive it's good to see um and yeah i i'm, I'm excited for him again local guy you know how much it means to him to come out here and get that goal and and help push him on to a to a home win. Um, that's that's huge. It's huge. Yeah. No, and, and I think I think this is something that we were we were kind of talking about is that in tonight's match and in previous matches we have seen when Rising scores a goal, especially earlier on in either half, they get a notable lift and it helps propel them at least for the next I'd say 15, 20 minutes or so. The kind of chicken before the egg kind of scenario that keeps on coming up is, yes, they got a lift from that, but seemingly beforehand, they were, it was kind of no man's land. They weren't really attacking. So, yes, I agree with you. While that helps, there has to be a bit more of, I would say, a galvanizing moment or something where they can um, start forcing that offensive pressure a bit more early on and a bit more sustained because, fantastic, they did what they needed to do, and it certainly helped. But those goals coming out of nowhere aren't always going to happen, especially no. against more quality opposition. No, they're not. But again, it's, I mean, we say that though. Are we underestimating Loudon here? This is a team that came into today fourth in the East. They did, they did hell. Hold, hold three, three apart, clean sheets in a row. Handedly took apart Birmingham yeah. Legion. Managed to do that against Oakland as well. Okay. There's a difference between saying that Phoenix Rising should win this game and definitely should win this game at home and looking at Loudon as though they're the Loudon of old. There is a distinction. There is. This is a better team, I think, than some people will give them credit for, even if, I think, going into this one, that I wouldn't have been expecting uh, there to be a valid excuse for Rising not picking up a win. No, 100%. And I'm like, listen, it's not even me comparing it to the Loudon of old. It's more so you want to be able to see this type of sustained offensive attack no matter what the team, no matter what the circumstance, and not just waiting for it until after the goal score. Because, again, like, call what it was. It was a heck of a goal, and this is not me trying to diminish it. It's just it seemingly came out of nowhere. And if that's how it's going to be, I mean, okay, like that's something the team has to prepare for. But I would like to see more sustained pressure and something that this is not a – this isn't just a blip on the radar that happens from time to time. This is something where it is sustained and continuous match over match. Yeah, and I think that that's – 
Look, Juan spoke about the fact that, you know, he had that conversation in the locker room after the New Mexico game. Something that we've spoken about in the past, what he said he was going to do, and then kind of gave him, like, look, the boys all understand it kind of speech yesterday. But he speaks about it again today and says, look, they just, they needed to understand the, the need for the desire from minute one. Uh, they needed to understand the the need to to come out and attack and what, what it means to represent this organization and all of that. Um Today, it looked, I think, as though this was a team that did get that, a team that did get it. They had their struggles early doors. They settled into it after a goal. Yeah. And then from there, yeah, they had to battle. It wasn't easy. Yeah. It wasn't handed to them on a plate. They didn't no. run away with it. I don't know. But a 3-1 win at home, I, I think you've got to leave here feeling no, happy. You, you, you've got to leave you here do. feeling happy you gotta, you got to feel pretty good. You've got to be flying high after this. You want to be flying high yourself, you got to check out our friends at OG's Brands. They're going to make you be flying high, maybe even flying low if you want to get a little mellow, if you know what I mean, like this guy after that transition apparently. But, hey, they got everything you guys are looking for, whether it's the sleeve edition gummies, the happy balance. Aquaberry, the orange cream is cold, whatever you guys are looking for, you know where to check them out at ogeezbrands.com. Find them at dispensary near you. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy while you are flying high. Something that goes pretty nicely with it is our friends at Circle K because they got the uh, munchies, as some people might say. Enjoy a nice polar pop, enjoy some chips, some jerky. We got that stuff in the office on lockdown. It is always fantastic. The popcorn, the movie theater popcorn with the little flavors. All of that good jazz, the energy drinks, iced coffee. You never go hungry in our in our studio. You really though. don't. Oh, you never gosh. go hungry. Oh, dear gosh. Shout out Circle K for everything that they do. I almost pointed upwards like they're above me. But, you know, <laughs> they're everywhere. They're not above me, but they are everywhere. As you guys know, find them at Circle K near you with all of their good stuff. And, again, be on the lookout next week. We're going to be doing another text PHNX to 313310 for, to win. And it's going to be a nice prize. Really going to cool you guys down. Appreciate you guys supporting Circle K just like they support us but we want to support some other people and really that's kind of shouting out some key performers of this match we already talked about jose andres hernandez we already talked about Manuel artiaga who else stood out in your mind well here's one that juan pointed out and when you actually look at it i know that uh i think it was bj said it earlier up in the chat way earlier up so i'm not going to ask our uh, producer sean to go find that one find but it. no, no um, <laughs> carlos anguiano yeah okay i think this is a guy who we frequently have kind of questioned Okay, how does he fit in? He's a smaller guy. He's a guy very much on the smaller side. Not the most physical. You kind of don't expect too much of him sometimes when he can get bullied off the ball in that midfield. If you're up against physical guys, he's going to get bullied out of there. But conversely, you put him in a squad that is able to do the physical work around him, and he's got time and space on the ball. He can do things. You look at him, you look at a guy who's got 88% passing uh, accuracy. You look at a guy who... Uh, attempted three tackles in the course of this game and won fr- all three of those tackles. Mm-hmm. You've got a guy who got drawn into six duels in this game and won four of those six duels. That's not the weak Carlos Anguiano of the past. That's not the Carlitos that we were used to watching, that we really were worried about when we saw him out there, that this is a guy who, who would unfortunately be someone that would you know kind of get the midfield overrun in some ways by, by being a bit of a weak link in there. That's not it. Today, he put in a very solid performance that I think really, and Juan said this himself, it gives him some headaches going into next weekend. To have some of those individual players, guys like Carlos Anguiano, guys like uh, Jose Andres Hernandez, to actually put in a performance that, you know, realistically, they probably wouldn't have been in the squad if if Emil Cuejo, if uh, Carlos Harvey were available. They wouldn't have started today. 
But they put in solid performances and they're definitely giving him a headache for next weekend. No, 100%. It's a, you know, something where especially we saw in, in the first half, we are almost looking at the positioning like, wait a second, is he like almost operating as like the deepest line midfielder, almost like a pseudo, pseudo number six? And it's like, oh, that's interesting for him. It, it was, was a, it was very a very midfield. interesting fluid midfield. Yeah, it was. And, and I, I like it. I mean, it worked. It, it worked it in that first half, definitely. Especially, especially with you have all three guys. I mean, well, I would say mainly Angriano and Zambrano who, you know, they really do have a bit of that. They're going to move it forward and dribble it forward. And then you add in Jose Andres Hernandez, who he got the passing going. It wasn't just the goal. It wasn't just the assist. He was seemingly moving the offense going. Um, someone else I would like to point out, and he did not – he didn't – I wouldn't say he didn't cor- uh, connect on all of his – excuse me, on all of his different take-ons because, you know, he had some here and there. But I would say um, – I would say it was uh, – gosh um, – Wow, I am totally blind right now. Um, it was on the on the wing. Um, oh my gosh, I'm literally drawing a brain fart right now. I'm literally drawing a brain fart right now on uh, on air. Wow, well wow, done, wow, well wow. done, Max. Wow. Well, while you think of oh that, my gosh. I'm going to shout out Renzo Zambrano. Actually, Fair. Renzo Zambrano, uh, a guy who only misplaced one pass all game. Yeah. One misplaced pass yeah. all game. A guy who had two dribbles, oh, yeah. both successful. Yeah. A guy who went into eight duels. All eight was successful. When you've got a guy like that in the midfield, it opens up the possibilities for people like Carlo Sanguiano to actually thrive. Uh, And that's that's just fantastic. I I mean, when when you've got someone who steps up like that, especially in the absence of Carlos Harvey, who has been so critical on times in this team, you've got Renzo Zambrano, who has been an ever-present, but still steps up fantastic yeah. game from him he, well, he's a guy who like when he's paired with carlos harvey he's always gonna i don't want to say go unnoticed but you're always gonna look to carlos harvey in the midfield but he's always been a solid performance they have built between those two a very solid midfield partnership and then when you have carlos harvey move from the picture you're thinking well that's gonna be quite the adjustment he continues to carry the torch the guy who i was thinking of can't believe i forgot him was gallardo i mean he was i very much like how he was taking guys on how in that first 20, 25 minutes where there was seemingly no, I would say, real like offensive attack and no one was really trying for it. We saw so many times off the corner kick where it got recycled all the way back to the defense where guys were getting balls outside the box and just dribbling out, dribbling back. We were screaming on the touchline like, come on, even if it doesn't come off, even if it goes out for a goal kick, whatever it is, try it. Like, what do you have to lose? And he was the player where he was consistently doing it. He threatened from outside the box. He was moving inside into that half space. He was holding the touch line. He was holding the sideline down on some of the long balls from Crutzen. I think he had a very good performance, even at times where he wasn't at peak offensive efficiency. He got the motor going for this team. He did. He did. Hmm. Uh, someone who I did want to ask, because we actually had a bit of a scare in that first half. There's, there's no update I can give you. Okay. I know what you're going to okay. ask. Okay. I can't give you an update. I don't have an update. I'm, well, I'm curious. Well, if you don't have an update, that's fine. Curious if anyone else's heart dropped a bit into their chest oh, during the first did. half. We're Kev, we're Kev, Kev going down like and we're did. like, Kev, get up. Like, get up. Indeed. So, Indeed. But we're happy, you know, seemingly, you know, carried through the game. Seemed like he was good, you know, despite that own goal. Had a, also, I would shout out him. He's a guy who rises to the occasion. He shepherds this team also had a very solid performance. Indeed, he did. Mm. Very good. Anyone else you would like to shout out that we missed? Mm, the South End. 
South End. South End. Always, always the South End. Pandering, but I love it, dude. That's, uh, always that's, how, that's how we do it. No, we appreciate you guys. I mean, always, right? The uh, pregame, tailgating, everything brought it. And then, of course, the goals, like, my word, man. It's just, it's such a, especially for those first two, when we were in it on that, on the touchline when they score, it's awesome to be enveloped in that smoke and just the, the atmosphere. Like, you really can't describe it. It's freaking you cool. You can't at all. Mm, I appreciate it. Appreciate everyone again in the chat. Saw Tyler earlier saying Max Flepka shirt. We appreciate you, dude. I'll try to flex it where I can. You can get one at the phnextlocker.com. And shout out all the other diehards in this chat. Again, we got all great types of events going on. Um, you know, of course, we have our first Fridays at the Ben MGM Sportsbook where we're going to be doing all of our shows live. We're going to be doing the Cornhole League every first Friday for the next handful of months where you can get in for free 7 to 9 p.m. during May through August. We're doing a tournament free. Um, they're going to be doing free deposit matches, BetMGM credits, uh, food and beverage specials, all different kinds of fun stuff. Come hang out with us. Um, and, yeah, it's just going to be awesome. We're always doing a good time, especially as well. If you guys are golf fans like, uh, you know, Owen totally is in the office on that putting green, come out Friday, May 26th at Dobson Ranch Golf Course. We're doing our first inaugural Keep It 100 golf tournament going to be an amazing time again you can register in the link in the show notes but it's going to be super awesome food beverage included all kinds of good stuff scratch that itch on a friday you got to lose three day little three day pseudo weekend have a good time come out and join us we appreciate you guys um oh man there is just a lot it's just we're kind of riding high still on the performance and we certainly love this is there i don't want to i don't want to go human gloom but is there anything we need to call out? And gloom. Do we need to call? Is there anything we didn't discuss that is like? Yeah, you know, you're transitions. Okay, we. Yeah. Um, there, no, there, no. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. I think mm -hmm. I think the team still took a little bit long to settle into yeah. the game. Um, yeah. I think that, and and when I say that, I I mean it in, look, they are doing a decent enough job of kind of shutting the opposition down a little bit in that early those early stages. We've seen that actually in recent games, broadly speaking, as well. I think the bigger issue here, though, is that Rising take a while normally to threaten the goal. Yeah. Way too long to threaten the goal. And it's getting earlier, which is good. That's moving in the right direction, but it needs to keep getting earlier. They need to keep shifting that needle earlier so that then, look, I understand if you need 10 minutes to establish yourself into a game, but when you're talking the 30 minutes, you're starting to, you've eaten away at a third of your time to find the back of the net. Yeah, I mean, like we said, there is a such thing as good possession and meaningless possession. I don't mind the possession. I don't mind also if we go direct. To me, there has to be a mix. But the thing that we keep on clamoring for is we would like to see more shots. And there is also a thing as wasteful shots where you're just shooting a shoot. But this team, so much of their shots and the ones that seem to threaten are ones that are very close within the box. This is really one of the first times where we saw consistently where oh, hang on, there's a bit of an attack that's building from outside the box and going more centrally. It's a lot of crosses, it's a lot of corners, which is fine, but I want to be able to see this team take some shots, keep the defense honest, pull them out a bit, and that'll help open up the entire game. It will. It will. Yeah. But, I mean, they are got to press on. The thing is, the next game's not going to be easy. Tampa Bay have started the season poorly. They did, of course, win today, but, you know, they're not mugs. There's a reason this team has mugs. been quite a problem for usl championship for quite a few years now they are no mugs and you have to treat them with the respect that they deserve yeah um even if they're going through a bit of a funk so far in the early season yeah. um still don't take it for granted because you never know what will happen you never know when that team will just click possibly and start going um
it, they may never click, but yeah. you've got to you've got to act as though they could at any moment. One hundred percent. Well, I'm seeing BJ's comment and even his suggestion they should go a little bit more direct earlier. There were some hints in, it in the first twenty minutes or so, so maybe that'll continue. I mean, that, that that's the thing. I think there's got to be a little more variety in how they attack, and it's just trying to find the sweet spots. Again, it doesn't have to be every time direct. It doesn't have to be tons of shots, but just. When you get into that final third, it can't just be like, okay, we're not finding the exact perfect thing. We're going to recycle and go from there. Like this team just needs to threaten a bit more to keep them honest. But today we see that at least once that goal comes in, there was that there was that emphasis on we are trying to step on the throat, so to speak, and take this game out, finish it here. And I did like to see that. We have not seen that before this year. No, no. I will say, actually, there's a comment in here from Eric about, can Jai get through a match without a card? At least tonight wasn't a red card. I, you know what? I'll be fair to him tonight. He's allowed to take his That's shit a, I, off. I don't even count that. That late in the game, I, I agree with you. I'm not counting it. That late in the game, as long as you're not doing a Jackson Conway back in Atlanta United too, where you're already on a card, and then you take the shit off. As long as you're not doing that, I, I don't have a problem with it. Not that late in the game. That late he's well, fine. And, and also, I know we touched upon it. And I know we, I, I mentioned that, you know, the guy redeemed himself. I mean, especially after Wednesday. Like, let, 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 let's, let's take a second. Take a second. He goes out at the tail end of the first half. He gets the red. The, enti- the team is now playing a man down for the entire second half. He is, you know, they fight back. They end up losing. He then issues an apology on social media. And... Listen, we, we, we were heated in our post-game show for a number of reasons. Yes, we are, we're upset about the red, but just in that moment, you have to feel like you let the team down. And for everything that's happened, this is not saying it's, you know, there's performances going to be good and bad. Yes, we still think he has his shortcomings as a player. But in that moment, for, a, for the shift that he put in and to score that goal and how he did, especially where it's still a 2-1 game, Yes, Loudon hasn't done anything, but you want to put that insurance on. That's got to feel damn good, yeah. and you rip off the yeah. jersey. Do whatever you want. Yeah, you know what? Tyler's actually got a really good point in the chat here. I, I was sat there in Albuquerque wondering, why are they booing Babu? What has Babu done to insult the people of New Mexico? This is prior to the red card. Right, I, right, I get it right. afterwards, right? But prior to the red card, yeah, they were booing him every time he got the ball. I'm like, what has Babu done? He's not even a bad guy. You have a chat to him. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. Comes across, uh, he like comes he across incredibly nicely. I, and I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, look, he. he I, I, my biggest questions are normally about his on-field contributions. Today, he looked all right. Yeah. Wasn't great necessarily, but he got it done when he was needed yeah, cool. to at the very end. Yeah. Um, and that's all you can ask, ultimately. I think you get a goal coming off the bench. You've had a good game. Yeah. So, I, I don't have any... I mean, this is New Mexico. There's no explaining them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes people ask, why does Albuquerque exist? And it's a question that I can't answer. But it's a valid question. Oh, boy. Are we... <laughs> oh, no. All right. We're getting back on track. No, no. Yeah, we, 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 yeah we, we, we can't go back to the Albuquerque and the uh, um, the, the animals and stuff. For the, if you know, you know. We got to move past that. Um, man, it, it was... It was just one of those games where, it, well, first off, it's kind of crazy how this team, if my memory serves me correctly, is unbeaten in, in you know at, at home so far. Granted, some of the draws, not as impressive. The Open Cup win was shaky. But this is one of those where you see this performance by no means completely perfect, but a deserved win, and you got to feel good about this. This yeah. can be something that hopefully sparks this team, again, against a team who this season 
is not is no slouch. They are doing well. You want to see them propel and keep this moving forward. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, I think it's it's a basis. Continues to be a basis at this time to to keep growing, to keep pushing on, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's a good start. It's a good start at least. You have the draw against San Diego, which I still think if you'd offered before the game, we'd have taken. I think people would have taken that draw beforehand. They didn't like it because of the way it was thrown away almost. Uh, Monterey Bay maybe not so good, but at least they didn't lose that game. They came back after conceding. And then tonight, putting on a uh, show for spells of that game. Spells still, not the entire game, but the spells feel like they're getting a bit longer. Yeah. Yeah, I know, like a, like a Harry Potter movie or something, keeping the spells a little bit longer. But, no, it's uh, I think it's something you just got to keep building on. It's something that it's by no means – it's a shoe-in. The goal's very well-deserved, and you got to just keep going. We're not trying to say we're peaking at this moment, um, but, you know, you know, we are peaking with our, our friends at Four Peaks Brewery. He's really we're doing gonna, this. <laughs> we're gonna, this man just not even face. Just, he just, just, he just wants to walk off camera. All right, fantastic. So our friends at Four Peaks Brewing Company, we got to love them. They had a great time seeing everyone. Sh- saw Albert at the at the uh, NFL draft party on Thursday. It was good seeing him enjoying the Redbird Loggers. Appreciate everyone enjoying our friends at Four Peaks. You know where to find them at their A Street Pub and in local stores. Rumor has it you may every- need <laughs> you may need to drink some Four Peaks to sit through uh, Max's uh, uh, transitions. Uh, we appreciate all the things they're doing out there. Again, check them out for at uh, their A Street Pub and on Instagram at Four Peaks Brew. And of course, check out our friends at Valley Tap Room. Okay, we need to. We talked about this. Tuesday. 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 Beers on Tuesday. Tuesday is happening. Beers on Tuesday. Trivia. Go to Valley Tap Room on the East Side. If you beat beat the team that the two of us and maybe one or two others will will participate in, I hear that Max will buy you a beer. What the heck? Okay. Max will buy you a beer. You've got to beat him in trivia. Goodness gracious. Okay. Uh, At least having a qualifier. Fine. 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 Okay, that's fair. Fine. If you beat me... In trivia, if you beat us in trivia, I will buy you a beer. If you clip this, I swear, and just leave the I buy you a beer part, I swear. No, no, no. I, okay. I, I agree with the caveat, okay. which is you've got to win in trivia. Okay. Well, join us at Valley Tap Room. It's off the 202 in Gilbert. Trivia, uh, we will send the information. I believe it, it starts at 6. Is it 6 or 6.30? Six. Go, be there at 6. We'll double check be, be there, it. We'll be double there at check 6. It. We'll get some beers. Either way, join us at 6. Trivia starts six thirty and come good beer, join us. Good gonna time, be a, gonna be good, a good wine. Time. If you prefer to drink wine, nice little outdoor patio. Gonna be Lots a good time. Of stuff there, yeah. Join us there. Join us there. It's gonna be awesome. Appreciate our friends at Valley Tap Room. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Well, went through a lot of rising stuff. Um, talk about USL. We should talk about some of the key results from USL and what this means. First off, where the heck is uh, rising in the table now? Where is land? rising in the table? Rick, Max, yeah, give me an answer. Where is it? Where are they? Where, Where are, the are they, Max? Where do you think they are? Oh, boy. I'm going to go number one. No, okay. Uh, I'm going to go, oh, gosh. Um, Number. You really just said number one. I was joking. Number six. They're seventh. Oh, Seventh in the table tonight. I was close. But mm. they have a game the in hand on every single six. team above them. So they win the game in hand. Sixth. Mm. Because they're two points behind Monterey Bay in sixth. If they win their game in hand, they will also be level on points with San Antonio in fifth and El Paso in fourth. Speaking of. San Antonio FC. Yes. That's a game I would like to draw some attention to from today. Um, I, I've heard some interesting things coming out of San Antonio. They drew one all with the Las Vegas Lights after falling down early 
Why is he? What, what are you doing, Max? I don't know. I just want to feel like it. Go on. Don't let me distract you. Go on. Go he on. is distracting just me. Just took a picture of um, him. Go on. Uh, I. <laughs> Uh, the impression that I got here is that uh, Alan Massina actually coming out and giving his, his press conference after that oh. was quite heated. Oh. Quite a heated one. Um, basically g took offense to a lot of questions. Okay. And, uh, yeah, didn't go down very well. Okay, well, because I just want to know, like, when you say heated, because you said on Wednesday, like, Juan was, like, fired up. Some might say heated, but like, oh, you're no, saying, no, this no, is no. a whole other level. Heated at reporters. I just need to make heated. sure. Okay, okay. Completely yeah. different level. Okay. Not not happy about the lines of questioning kind of heated. Okay. Um quite defensive of his players you know they're okay. kind of sticking with the it'll all get better um and when people push oh, man, back is, on that is las vegas lights breaking people now come on. las vegas lights have broken come on. Alan Marcina, apparently oh, no um i, I mean oh, yeah no. the other one we mentioned it earlier temporary rowdies winning it away in keyworth um it was a penalty late penalty but you know what that means max oh, who is bottom of the east <sighs> well if I'm looking at your screen, it's going to be Detroit City. All right, it's Detroit City. Yeah, they are bottom of the East with four mm. points. Mm. Uh, so, And they've also, to be clear, played more games than everyone else outside the playoffs. So, That's a toughie. That's a toughie. Yeah. Yeah. Detroit's struggling this year. Mm. Any other interesting results, Max, that you can think of? Uh, well, I see uh, New Mexico United three and uh, Orange County one as. But I will shout that one out. I'll shout that one out, not because specifically New Mexico, but I'll shout that out because the man that is Dude. Greg Hurst. I saw the with a brace. I saw the it hurts. So, so to I was, see him do it in black so and yellow. When we were on the pitch, I told him that, that he scored that he scored one. I did not know he ended up scoring the the second as well. He scored okay. two, twenty second okay. and sixty third minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, it, it's. It's like your old. It's like your ex, where you're like, you know what? You're happy for them. Maybe they're they're off doing better things with someone. But you know, kind of kind of want them back a little bit. If you don't want to go back to them, that'd be kind of like, you know, I don't know if that's like your type of thing or my type of thing, but or the chat's type of thing. But it's it's tough to see you're happy for them. You saw our tweet after on Wednesday. <sighs> you saw the tweet on Wednesday. Uh, yeah. But yes, um, <laughs> Greg Hurst doing good things. Yeah. And yeah. uh, maybe one more fixture I'll draw attention to, and that'll be it then for of the course, night. Of course, of course. San Diego Loyal falling at home to a Paso Locomotive. Ricardo Zacarias getting the goal early doors. Tumi Mashabani gets the equalizer before Dennis uh, Kostyashin. Yeah. That's a hell of a name. Is that how it's pronounced, you think? Kostyashin. Kostyashin. You know. It's so like when I'm playing, I'm playing soccer with you. It'll yeah, cost I give him a good kicking, ah, you know. Gosh. Like it's, uh, <laughs> but but yes, I mean it's it's. I think that's an important result for El Paso. It's an important result to show that San Diego are yep. fallible. Um, San Diego had 63 percent of the possession in that game, and yet El Paso walk away with a win. Again, the proof. Possession don't matter. Possession don't always without matter. Without goals and creativity, and. and Pretty much just uh, goals, just goals. Bam. Possession without goals is pointless. Bam. Yeah. You have to score. Mic drop. Pointless. Well, so uh, we don't cover anything else pointless. Anything else we need to hit on from tonight? There's a lot. It's a lot. We're going to dissect more this week. We will dissect more this week on Wednesday. Wednesday um, at 6 is our next show again. Join us out of Valley Tap Room on at Tuesday at 6 if you are so inclined. But the show. Of course. The, only yeah, the, show's show, on the Wednesday, show will yes. be at Wednesday at six. And that'll be, by the way, our only show of the are, midweek. Our only show in the midweek. And then the it'll be on be Saturday. But of course, on Saturday, we take on Tampa Bay Rowdies at 4.30. But you know what you're going to do at 
4 p.m. that day. You're going to tune in to Arizona's Family Sports and Entertainment Network, Channel 44 over the air or Channel 13 on Cox for the PHNX Rising pregame show. Let's we will go. be bringing you, again, exclusive content, interviews, some analysis to get you ready for that game on Saturday. We aired the first one today. Awesome. Uh, we had an interview with Kev Lambert featured as part of that. You will actually, if you did miss it, we will actually be able to uh, get you the interview tomorrow via social media. So just keep an eye out for that. You can catch up on the interview with Kev. But yes, make sure to tune in on Saturday and see what kind of special guests we may have on that game. Absolutely. And we're uh, already, get you in the mood already kind of talking football. a little uh, little something that I think y'all are really going to like. But no, we, we understand that the first one today, appreciate everyone who tuned in. It was a home game. We get it. Not everyone can, is able to make it out. So we appreciate those of you who were able to watch. But... I don't know as many people are going to go into a way. I know a handful of you are, but for those who are not, well, yeah, man, you go to go to everything. But, uh, you know, for those of you who are not able to, appreciate it greatly if you guys are able to tune in. Again, 30 minutes, half an hour before kickoff every time, so it's going to be 4 p.m. on Saturday. But, again, you won't have to wait till Saturday to see us. You'll see us on Wednesday at 6 or Tuesday at 6 if you see us Valley Tap Room. We're going to wrap it up here. This has been us at the PHNX Rising Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Max David Simpson. You're at OJ Evans 18. He remembers. I mean, I say it every time. It'd be really bad if I forget. You can follow producer Sean at Sean underscore deposit. I give him a shout out, even though you haven't seen him once on screen, but he's given us the what's up. Yo, thank you, Max. You're so cool for uh, introing me on my Twitter. Cool, boom, Max. boom, boom. Yeah, he's giving me a thumbs up. He's nodding. He gets it. He's but not cool, you can Sean. Fo- don't don't stop side it. with him. Stop. Don't, don't. don't. No. enable him yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> i already have to deal with this fair. well you can follow us on twitter as our show at phnx underscore underscore rise because double the underscore double the fun double the fun and triple the freaking goals well, we will see there you guys, we go we'll see you guys this week but until then have a great rest of your weekend and go spurs tomorrow all right good night <laughs>